Hello, everybody, and welcome to an edition of Coach's Corner. I'm so happy to have you joining me. And if you're listening to this Coach's Corner when it goes up this weekend, this first weekend in December, then it's not too late to join me for a virtual group coaching session on Monday, December 3rd at 5 p.m. Pacific. So for years, I used to run group in my house. Once a month, I'd have sometimes 50 people come to my house and sit in my living room and I teach on a topic, I guide everybody through meditation, and then I do one-on-one coaching. And people loved it. And then I moved out of LA and I stopped. And so many of the people that used to come to group that have been in my tribe for a while have been asking me to bring it back. So I'm bringing it back, but I'm bringing it back virtually, meaning I'm going to do it on Zoom so you can join me from wherever you are in the world. It's only $20. It's a great opportunity to get more in-depth teaching from me, get a guided meditation that will then be sent to you as an audio file. So you'll get a recording of the group session and the meditation. And it's a great opportunity to get one-on-one coaching from me. We have a long wait list of people who want to get coached on the podcast. If you're frustrated because you've been on the wait list for a while and haven't gotten in yet, first of all, I apologize. And doing these group coaching sessions are one of the ways I'm intentionally working to serve more of you. So go to christinehassler.com slash group. And if you miss this because you're listening to this recording after December 3rd, just make sure to sign up for my email list. Just go to christinehauser.com. You'll also get a free gift from me when you do that. And that way you'll be notified of upcoming sessions. I also announce these things on Instagram as well. And I love Instagram. It's probably my favorite social media platform. I love doing stories. So if you like to see funny tidbits from my life, then Instagram is a great place to connect with me as well. And I love hearing messages from all of you as well. So today on Coach's Corner, I wanted to talk about tips for dealing with loneliness, especially during the holiday season. That was a big thing that came up for me for years and years and years, and I know it's something that a lot of you struggle with. So we're going to dive into that. Before I get into it, I want to ask for your questions in advance because My man, Steph, Stephanos, and I are going to be doing another joint podcast where we're going to be answering your questions about dating and relationships. Now, given our relationship isn't that old yet at this point, we're about six months in, but both of us were dating and relating for many years before we met each other, and we had quite an intense beginning of our relationship. We basically moved in together the day we met, pretty much. And you can go back and listen to one of our episodes where we share our story of how we met. And we have just been learning so much individually and a couple, and Steph is a coach as well. So we want to answer your questions that you have about being single and dating, getting over an ex, or being in a relationship, whether it's a new relationship or you've been in it for a while. So please email your questions to assist at christinehassler.com. Again, assist at christinehassler.com. And just in the subject line, put love podcast, just so we know what it's about. Not that you love the podcast, but that's awesome if you do, if you're listening. I hope that you do. But love in the essence of we're going to be talking about love on that Coach's Corner. So subject line, love podcast, assist, A-S-S-I-S-T at christinehassler.com. And our lovely assistant, Sarah, will put together a list of questions. And then Steph and I will dig in and answer them next week for you. So loneliness, like I said, loneliness around the holidays was something I dealt with for many years. 
I, before I met Steph, was single, gosh, for almost a decade. And I'm not saying you're only lonely on the holidays if you're single, but that can intensify it, especially if you don't want to be. It can also be very lonely on the holidays if you're far away from family or you don't have family anymore or family nearby, or if you are with family or you are in a relationship, but you don't feel connected. You don't feel like you really belong. You feel like a bit of the black sheep or there's dysfunction or your relationship is strained or there's family drama. It's very possible to feel lonely even if you're surrounded by people. So how do we deal with this? Well, I'm going to give you three choices and I did a Facebook live on this. So I wanted to dive into it more deeply here on this podcast and I'm also PS doing more Facebook live. So be sure to follow me on my Facebook page. So like I said, I'm going to give you three choices or three ways you can go about really dealing with facing loneliness this holiday season. Before I dive into those three different choices or pathways, let's really explore what loneliness means. From my point of view, loneliness is a feeling, not an emotion. What's the difference? Well, a feeling is a physiological response to thoughts, whereas emotion is more energy in motion. You may have heard before people say, well, there's really no emotions or feelings. They're all just responses to thoughts. But I actually do believe from my own experience, my own teachers, and from working with thousands of people at this point, that we truly have emotions that aren't the result of a thought. They're a a natural body response to things. Things like anger, sadness, shame. They just, they, they happen. It's impossible not for the body to go into that, even fear in a lot of ways when it's not fear created by a thought, but fear because like, you know, metaphorically there's a lion chasing us. But then there's feelings, which I define as physiological responses to thoughts that we create in our head. And those are more things like anxiety, overwhelm, guilt, loneliness. So the feeling of loneliness is created by beliefs. It's beliefs like, I'm not lovable. I am alone. I don't fit in. I can't trust people. If I let people in, they will hurt me. I'm not worthy. I'm not enough. I don't belong. I'm different. Something's wrong with me. These are the kind of beliefs and thoughts that create the feeling of loneliness. So just know if you're experiencing loneliness, it's because of belief systems more than it is because you're actually experiencing an emotion of loneliness. Now, this should be good news because quote-unquote feelings are something that we can shift more quickly because if we choose to shift our thoughts, our feeling state changes. So feelings are often easier to shift and we don't have to process them as much as emotions. So if you are feeling that feeling of loneliness, know that you're creating it. So what are you going to do about it? Three pathways. First pathway is decide that this holiday season, give yourself a challenge. This podcast is up December 1st. So if you're listening on or near then, Give yourself the challenge that for the last month of this year, you're going to choose not to feel loneliness. And if you do feel it, you're going to shift your state quickly. Well, how do you do that? Look at the things that make you feel lonely. Is it when you're spending too much time alone? Is it when you're not speaking your truth? Is it when you're not asking for what 
you need? Is it when you're not making plans? Is it when your mind is telling you all kinds of bad, awful things about yourself that newsflash aren't true? So really be curious about what creates that feeling of loneliness, what thoughts create it, what belief systems create it, and how can you create something differently? So for me, when I took this challenge on, I knew that one of the things that made me feel lonely was really physically spending too much time alone. And that's a tricky one for me because I'm a bit of an extroverted introvert. I can go out and be extroverted, but I really recharge and I really love my time alone. But if I spend too much time alone, then that's no bueno. And during the holiday season, I used to make the assumption that everybody else was just too busy. So I didn't make a lot of plans or I'd get invited to things and I didn't want to go alone. So I just stay home alone. (laughs) Well, let me tell you, it's way more lonely to stay home alone and say no to an invitation than actually have to just muster up the confidence to go quote unquote alone and at least be with other people. So when I made that decision to not experience that feeling of loneliness, I became very mindful about making plans. I didn't wait for plans to come to me. So I'm encouraging you, make plans this holiday season. Invite yourself to things. Invite people to your home. Set friend dates. Throw a holiday party. I have a girlfriend who is just over being single, and she was dreading this holiday season. She goes, you know what? I'm going to throw a holiday party. I'm going to throw a party. I'm going to make a kind of party I want. I'm going to invite all my friends. I'm determined to have a really joyous, festive holiday season. And that's a great way to combat loneliness. Instead of buying into the story about it and doing things the same way, do things differently. Now, that can be socially or you can look to service. There are billions of people in the world. And there are billions of people in the world, and so many of those people have it way worse off than you. How can you be of service? Is it a shelter? Is it helping a family in need? What can you do to go out and be in the world that not only gives back to others, but connects you to people and gives you a sense of purpose? I think one of the biggest reasons we experience that feeling of loneliness is because we don't feel like we have a sense of purpose. We don't feel like we matter. So find ways where you can go and feel like you matter. And it doesn't have to be huge. You could be a dog walker for a month when people are on vacations. You know, animals are great, great, great company. So be creative here. Really be creative here. If the feeling of loneliness creeps in when you're actually physically alone, then find ways to fill up your calendar in fulfilling, not distracting ways, but fulfilling ways so you actually do feel connected. And when that feeling of loneliness creeps in, make that commitment to shift your state. My greatest tip for shifting loneliness is to shift into gratitude. Because when we feel lonely, we slip into victimhood. We throw ourselves a little pity party. So there we are all alone and then we throw ourselves a pity party. No one wants to come to your pity party. So that just reinforces your experience of loneliness because you're basically energetically pushing people away by being in victim. No one likes me and I'm just going to throw myself a big old holiday pity party. Not going to be good. So instead of that, get to gratitude. Find something you're grateful for. If you're having a hard time, look down, see your hand, count five fingers, be grateful for that. And then once you're grateful for that, find another thing and another thing and another thing. Or put on your favorite song. 
and dance around. Put on a comedian. When I'm feeling really down, I put on Ellen DeGeneres. I love Ellen. She's so funny. She cracks me up. I can watch the same clip over and over again. I have my little go-tos for state changes. So know that loneliness is a physiological response to thoughts. So you change your thoughts, you change your experience, you change your state, you shift out of loneliness. So that's the first pathway I'm offering you. You're going to decide, nope, loneliness is not going to be my path this holiday season. I'm going to commit to doing the things that keep me out of that feeling state of loneliness. Option two is the exact opposite. Option two is go straight into the loneliness. Let yourself feel it. Let yourself be lonely. Let yourself be miserable. Why am I telling you to do this? Often we have to go right into our shadow, right into the yucky stuff to get the lesson and to get the deeper meaning. And I know for me, when I've just dove headfirst into my loneliness, I've discovered two very, very profound things. And of course, I'm going to tell you what those are because you can discover them too. The first thing that diving into my loneliness and allowing myself to feel it showed me is what I was truly longing for. I love my work. I really love my work. I love what I do. And sometimes it could be a distraction. Sometimes I could justify not focusing on my personal life as much as maybe I wanted to because I had work and that was so fulfilling to me. But during the holidays, especially when things would slow down and I actually allowed myself to feel my loneliness, I could feel into my longing to be more connected to my friends, to spend more time with my family and to have a partner and and someone I could share my life with and eventually create a family on my own. So diving into that loneliness really helped me clarify my longings and not in the way that it made me feel worse, but in the way that clarifying my longings helped me shift my priorities and my actions so that I could be more committed to making those longings a reality. So don't be afraid to dive in. What is loneliness showing you? What are the lessons from loneliness? Another thing that it could be showing you and it showed me as well is how much I was longing for a relationship with myself. How in my lonely moments, the reason why they were so awful is because I wouldn't be a really good friend to myself during those times. The inner critic would come up, the part of me that would judge me and be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're single again, another holiday season, or why are you sitting home watching Netflix on a Saturday night with a TV tray in your lap? Like, I mean, and those were all things that were really happening. And spending time with that loneliness and going into that feeling and allowing myself to cry and allowing myself to feel it and feel this other part of me, that Coach Christine part of me, come in and have compassion for that part. Tell myself, it's okay, it's okay, you're okay, you're lovable, you're worthy, it's okay. That was a huge healing process for me. So when we try to avoid loneliness or distract ourselves from loneliness, we can often deny our deepest longing because we're too distracted and we're afraid to feel the loneliness so we don't get clear on the longing. And avoiding the loneliness can also prevent us from getting to a deeper place inside ourselves. And finding that beautiful, beautiful companion that's inside each one of us. So those are kind of the first two lessons from loneliness I learned. And the second one, and this is something that's so incredibly profound, and I really hope if you take away one thing from this particular episode, it's this. 
loneliness is often the pathway to God. We all are severely impacted by the illusion of separation, and all of us could benefit from having a more connected spiritual practice and a more connected relationship with a higher power, whatever that is. It could be God to you. It could be Jesus. It could be universe. It could be source. It could be nature. It could be your guides. I don't care what you call it, as long as you call it forth inside of you. And I know for me, the brutal feelings of loneliness and those times in my bed or on my floor, I've just cried because I felt so alone. That's when there was an opening to God. And I found deep, deep comfort there and a deep place of stillness. So maybe going into the pain of loneliness could drop you into a deeper connection with a higher power. And oh, when you feel that connection to a higher power, I promise you'll never feel lonely again because you'll realize how incredibly loved you are and how incredibly connected you are and how incredibly supported you are and guided you are and how you are absolutely not alone. So that's path two. Feel the loneliness. Don't avoid it. Don't make it wrong and see what lessons it teaches you. And the third option for those of you who don't like to choose, we're like, oh, wow, they both sound kind of good is both. Decide, hey, I'm not going to feel lonely this holiday season. I'm going to do the things that she said for option one. And if and when I do feel loneliness, I'm going to dive right into it. So those are your three options. I hope and trust this was supportive for you. And I just really want to reassure you and tell you, if you are feeling lonely, it's okay. You're human. It's a natural human feeling that we feel because so many of us believe thoughts about being separate and not being enough and not belonging and something being wrong with us and all those things. And if you go back and binge listen to a bunch of coaching episodes on this show, you will totally hear that you are not alone. And hopefully by listening to some of those episodes, maybe you'll start to connect the dots of why sometimes you isolate yourself and why sometimes you feel lonely with a group of people. The upcoming coaching episode that's going to air this Wednesday is about making friends as an adult. So that may be something you want to check out this Wednesday as well. Once again, I'd love for you to join me for our group coaching session, which is December 3rd. If you missed that one, just be sure to sign up for updates at christinehasler.com. You are not alone. You are totally loved. All your dreams are coming true. Right now, I want you to stop and just take a moment to be so, so grateful for all the dreams that have already come true, all the blessings that are surrounding you, and really make the rest of this year and this holiday season your best ever. And remember, send your relationship, love, and dating questions to assist at christinehassler.com, and Stephanos and I will answer that on next week's Coach's Corner. Much love and many blessings to you all. 